This is Total Retail Tech Insights. The content retail executives need to optimize their use of technology throughout their organizations. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights. I'm Joe Keenan, Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail, and I am joined on today's episode by Carlos Dunlap-Beard, who is the Vice President, Business Development and Loyalty Strategy at Claris Commerce. Carlos and I are going to be speaking today about how merchants um, can begin to build their own premium loyalty programs um, and kind of the questions and things they need to be thinking about as they go about that process. So thanks for joining me, Carlos. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Good, good to be here again. So why don't you, uh, to get us started, tell us a little bit about Claris Commerce uh, and then a little bit about your professional background as well and kind of how you've uh, kind of gotten into the role you're in today. Okay, no problem. Um, yeah, Claris, uh, we'll start with, with what's most important. Claris Commerce is, is basically the only company focused on building premium loyalty programs for retailers. I mean, we 100% of our clients are retail, either brick and mortar, uh, as well as online and then online only. So um, we, we know the space, we know how to talk their language and um, we know how to help them partner with them to, to drive results. And, and we do that by offering subscription or as paid or as we call premium loyalty programs uh, that offer significant value and experiences to consumers and drives um, immediate uh, incremental revenue for brands. And we, we handle basically programs from start to finish, from design to implementation, to execution, to enhancement. And, uh, and we generally do it without charging the brand a fee. So um, that's, that's, that's about Claris. Um, I have uh, been in the loyalty industry since 99. Uh, in all manners of loyalty, customer loyalty, engagement, experiences, you know, messaging, communication, strategy. Uh, so this this is what I do. Uh, it's kind of all I do besides golf and drink bourbon. So um, you know, so I'm I'm and with Claris, I, I focus on working with our clients to help them get where they want to be, where they desire to be, uh, from where they are today. And, uh, and then uh, so I manage the business development and the strategy. So that's a, a great overview for the audience. And, um, you know, over the last few episodes, this is, a, uh, you know, our fourth episode in, in this series with Claris Commerce. Uh, we've talked a lot about premium loyalty, and obviously that's the value proposition and what in kind of the space that uh, Claris Commerce lives in. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, why premium loyalty programs are so valuable for retailers. Um, you know, we've talked about some real world examples. Can you tell us like for those retailers that are interested in building their own premium loyalty program, what are the things that they should be thinking about? Um, and how can they kind of build that program going forward? Yeah. Um, I mean, loyalty is a, is a, is a big deal. Um, and it's, it's hard. Uh, it's not an easy thing. It's not just about standing up a platform, even if you could, uh, license a, a, a soft, you know, a SaaS platform. Uh, it, you know, it's uh, it takes a lot of work and and and, um, and really understanding how to figure out what you want to do and get aligned on what you want to do internally. Um, and then, of course, you know, understanding what it takes for you to deliver on it and deliver on it consistently and deliver on it so that it makes a positive, you know, impression uh, and experience for your consumers. Uh, so, 
some brands choose to go at it alone and, you know, good for them if they have the resources, others who aren't nearly as resource rich or who understand that they're not loyalty marketing experts, you know, they're great at their, in their industry doing, you know, running their business, but as there's a whole different uh, science and art to, to changing and enhancing uh, consumer behavior. And so they, they uh, turn to people like us, um, which, you know, <laughs> I'd love for every retailer out there to come talk to Claris, but it doesn't yeah. really work that way. Um, Cause there are, there are others out there who offer different types of solutions. We believe ours is unique though um, in the way in which we go about it, because, you know, it, just the way we go about it, I'll just leave it there. I don't, I won't do necessarily do a commercial regardless uh, for a brand. I, I would recommend going through the process, one, having a process, <laughs> go through that process and then make a choice. If you choose to partner with someone who really fits your brand, who understands your culture and your customers and who you believe will ultimately deliver uh, superior results and hopefully that exceeds your expectations. And for those retailers that currently have a free program, a loyalty program that is uh, free and open um, to, to um, anyone, and they're thinking about taking kind of that next step and offering uh, a paid premium program in addition to, the, to what they already have, what would be the first step in kind of that process? You mentioned following the process. In your eyes, what is it? Is it kind of getting that data about your customers and what they want and then building out a value proposition? Or is it more kind of, um, you know, technical technical, and what you need to be thinking about? What would be the first step in, in your uh, uh, recommendation in terms of building out that loyalty, that premium loyalty program, I should say? Yeah, that's that's a wow. That's that's a good one. You covered um, many of the things that need to be considered. I mean, first things first is you need to understand what your your customer base is looking for what they're desiring and you don't necessarily have to get all the answers from them because many times you can give them things they didn't even know they wanted you know you can give them experiences and benefits and rewards they they didn't necessarily ask for but makes one heck of an impression and uh and all of a sudden they're you know they're they're fans that's that's one part of it the other part is is understanding what it is that extra value uh uh, is what 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 consists what does it consist of is it a different kind of shopping experience is it some vip treatment is it concierge shopping is it uh free shipping for all members you know regardless of purchase the you know, size of the purchase is it um you know is it some extra value added uh gift would purchase consistently or you know uh kind of cash back or earnings that are not 1% or 5% or 10%, 15% uh, uh, that's kind of in brand currency that can be spent back with the brand. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot to, to consider there because you have to, if you're going to do a premium program um, it, it, and you want consumers to invest in it, then there needs to be something significant for them in that. I mean, they're going to do the math, kind of mental math initially. And then after a period of time, they're going to do probably more, more uh, traditional kind of, I'm paying this per month and this is all I've received from it in these first three months, five months, 10 months. So I'm out if, if, the, if the value, you know, values aren't equal yeah. or, or if the value and the benefits aren't better than what they've paid. 
so there, there's that you know there's you have to understand it and that's not even just what it is but it's then this becomes can you consistently deliver on it and um and that you know execution is where a lot of great strategies kind of go to die um so it's 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 important to understand what it is and how you're going to deliver it and that's yeah. why that's why people choose to work with a partner um because a lot of times it's good to have someone who's who's consistent who who's experienced that delivering on premium loyalty benefits so uh, just to follow up on that carlos so i would imagine what you've seen from clients and you know having been in this loyalty space for so long that the pre the free loyalty program the, the real main challenge i would imagine for for merchants in that space is that not necessarily consumers dropping out of the program because they're not investing to be in it it's just a lack of activity conversely looking at a paid program a paid premium program they will drop out if they, like you said, if they're not doing the, if they're doing the math and they're, they're, they're paying X amount and they've only received these, you know, benefits and if they're not deeming it worth the, uh, the expenditure, they're going to drop out. Right. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. They, they will. And, um, and, and a lot of times the benefit could be there and they still, they may not take advantage of it. And then therefore they'll, they'll drop out anyway. So it's not just about, making sure there's enough benefit, but making sure there's enough engagement and activity within the program so that they feel the benefit. You know, you, you kind of mentioned that in terms of, um, you know, acquiring, I think you were saying something to the effect of, of getting them in the program and, and initially getting them in the program. That's why it's good to understand acquisition methods, you know, how to optimize, you know, uh, conversion rates, you know, and, and uh, membership, uh, enrollment rates, and then how to then get them active and engaged in the program in order to really retain them. Yeah. So for my, uh, you know, you mentioned you don't want to make this a commercial for Claris, obviously. Um, but for those merchants and retailers that are are thinking of premium loyalty and they're, and they're you know, it's, it's something that they're going to outsource. They're going to look to work with a partner and Claris Commerce or somebody else. What should they be thinking about? Um, what should they be looking for in a partner um, if they choose to go that route as they build a, a premium loyalty program? Yeah, it, what should they be looking for? Uh, well, I guess they should be looking for someone who, who they believe you know, gets them um, and, and understands them, their clients and their brand, um, their, their, their consumers rather than their brand. Um, you know, maybe they should be looking for someone who can help them do premium, but maybe also do the free part too. Um, and, and the thing about doing both premium and free in, in combination is the, um, the, the ability to still maintain the consumer in your ecosystem if they decide to opt out of free and I mean, opt out of pay, uh, the paid or premium. And, and then uh, they can default into the free program and you still keep them. You still maintain that line of communications and that relationship with them that you can nurture over time. Uh, likewise, you can also look at best customers in the free program and target them for, for uh, joining uh, to join the premium program because, you know, they're, they're, they're showing a certain amount of activity and what you, you know, just doing the math, you know, they would benefit greatly from being in the, in the premium program. So there's that. And plus, you know, our, we did a data study in 2020. I think it said that 65% of consumers who are in a um, 
free program would join uh, the brand's premium program if one were, were offered. So, um, you know, it, there's, again, there's just, there's, there's many things to, to think about in terms of uh, working with a, a partner, but um, that's why I think it's, it's important to, to do your due diligence and really understand what you're looking for and, and, um, and who can help you get there. And not only the, uh, to your point earlier, not only the kind of the backend systems to power the loyalty program, which Claris is obviously um, capable of facilitating, but also kind of that consult that consultation that you get knowing your customer um, and kind of being that partner along the way. I guess that's kind of a, you know, part of Claris Commerce's value prop as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that one of the things that, that commonly gets overlooked, though, you know, understand you're know, having the, the program management and, and, and execution expertise, as well as a technology platform that's proven to manage a, a, a premium loyalty program is understanding the whole billing side of things and the monetization side and understanding how to, to really optimize um, the, the revenues within those programs. Uh, that revenue, uh, you know, can be used in many different ways, but hopefully most of it is used to provide benefits and experiences back to the consumers. Some brands choose to pocket some of that. Um, you know, it, there's all ways of, of doing that, but the but you you have to have a, a system, a, a platform that allows the flexibility to do the things that you want and need to do. So yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, that's that's very important. So for our audience and those that may be looking to uh, potentially work with a partner like uh, Claris Commerce for premium loyalty, tell us a little bit about what kind of that process looks like in terms of um, joining together and, and, and kind of tell us a little bit about how you've done that with your clients at Claris Commerce. Yeah. Um, well, Joe, every, everyone, you know, a lot of brands and just a lot of businesses in general, a lot of re the retailers who are listening to this this podcast, you know, have, they all have, we all have processes, right? So, and they're, some of them are kind of the, the same and, or some of them maybe look a little different, but the goal is to accomplish kind of the same thing to come away with a, with a meaningful, significant outcome. Um, so with us, the first step really is around, you know, the whole strategy and alignment uh, with, with stakeholders, you know, understand, you know, getting the organization to align on, on what it is they're trying to accomplish with this customer loyalty and engagement initiative. Um, because you, you might be surprised to hear, but not all companies are aligned on what they want out of this program and what it needs to have for them to feel successful. I've been in many meetings, many boardrooms, you know, trying to play referee and mediator uh, when the factions get to, get to, uh, discussing what they want and, and can't come to an agreement, but we always come away with an agreement. Uh, but it, it's not always easy. So that's the first thing. Then it's, it's a matter of looking at the marketplace, assessing what's going on, you know? So first of all, there's, well, there's assessing what's happening with the business, what's happening within loyalty, um, marketing, uh, and customer engagement within the competitor, within the, your, your industry, um, outside of your industry and just best practices all around. Uh, and then really understanding customers. Uh, some brands know their customers extraordinarily well, some don't, maybe there's a need for research. 
uh, to, to get more insights, uh, then, then that's when you have kind of the foundation to start designing a program. Um, and then really going through the design process of, okay, now what, based on what we know, um, what should this program, this construct look like? And, and then how do we validate that? You know, and there's many ways of validating it, validating it financially, validating it uh, with some kind of focus group or, or, or test, but there's, there's many ways of, of validating it. And then, and then you start looking at the financials uh, because any loyalty strategy should deliver um, some positive financial benefit for the brand. Um, and and, and, and that, that can come in many different ways and it comes in many different speeds. Sometimes, you know, more traditional programs break even in a year and a half to two years, whereas uh, a premium loyalty strategy, at least the ones that we deploy for our clients, uh, start generating positive cash and revenues from, you know, from the outset. So it all depends on, on, on what it is the brand's trying to do. And then there's the whole marketing and communications plan because communications usually gets left for last and is not... Um, is is not as thorough in most cases as it should be, especially when it comes to how you communicate and what you communicate, you know, because personalization um, and hyper-personalization is extraordinarily important to really make um, a someone who's paying for a premium program feel like you really know them. Uh, and then, of course, just, you know, there's technology, assessing it, building it, developing it, designing it, uh, testing it. And then implement it. And then usually when an implementation comes, it's in terms of a pilot or, you know, just some kind of test case, a few markets or a bundle of stores, just to make sure that you've got it right. And, and not only that, but that you can execute on it, you know, flawlessly. So as you've explained in, in your answer there, Carlos, obviously many different moving parts and many different teams involved in kind of getting a, a premium loyalty program up and running. Um, so my question, therefore, is, you know, should brands wait till they have all of that together? Or is it going to be a fully functioning program right out of the gate? Or is it kind of an iterative process that takes time and you're constantly going to be, you know, tweaking and, and making adjustments? Yeah. Um, wow. That's, you know, most brands, um, even, you know, we, we design for the, for the best, most optimal awesome, mind-blowing program experience. Um, and then usually we launch with something like 80% of that. Yeah. Uh, just because it's, there's, there's, you, you know, there's, there's time factors. There is, um, there is, there is just, you know, not everything is in place that, 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 you know, instantly. Uh, plus there's a desire to continually uh, and periodically roll out new, dynamic elements within the program. Uh, so there's many reasons to launch with a, a more of an 80% type solution and then iterate and evolve over time. Um, you know, so it, it really depends on the brand and what they really want. Cause there's some brands who put a pilot out and they test it for years, you know, they just <laughs> test it and test it and test it, you know, and, um, I'm, I'm not a, as big a fan of that as I am of the, the, the former example that I gave, but Again, it, it depends on the brand and, and what they, um, how they want to do it. Yeah, kind of the thought process being: don't wait till it's perfect because you may never get to that one hundred percent perfect level. See what you have and, and and go from there. 
Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that approach. Just because things change. Yeah, you know, things things change. I mean, you know what you thought you wanted when you started this process three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, in determining if you want to do loyalty, how you want to do it, who you want to do it with. Uh, the the environment has changed. I mean, if someone had a plan going into last year, you know, they put their their plan, their twenty twenty plan in place in November or December lock that bad boy down, you know, there were big changes in 2020 <laughs> for all of us. And, uh, and that just blows up and not everything hopefully will be pandemic scale uh, change, but change does happen. And, 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 and people do evolve and the marketplace evolves and hopefully your business evolves. And therefore you need to make those tweaks as you go. Yeah. Um, and to your point, not only do what potentially the retailer wants out of the program, but what consumers want, changes too like you can't predict the future as to to what you're saying so uh my final question for you carlos is you know for re, you know we've had a discussion here about retailers in, in terms of building out their own uh or getting into the premium loyalty space and potentially working with a partner um if they want to learn a little bit more about uh claris commerce and how they can get in touch with uh the company and uh what would you tell them yeah um well Two easy ways to learn more about us or to reach out. Um, we're always willing to chat, no pressure, you know, um, kind of just conversation. I wouldn't even call it a consultation. I'd say just conversation because as I mentioned, I've been doing this since 99 and I love to talk about customer loyalty, engagement experiences, and and I love to help brands uh, better understand how to, how to deliver on those things. So to, to get in touch with us, uh, it's just easy, premium loyalty. Uh, at clariscommerce.com. That's premium loyalty at clariscommerce.com. Um, uh, and, or you can go to our website uh, where we've got a lot of content there. You know, things like the definitive guide to premium loyalty. It's like an ebook. Um, premium loyalty answers to the questions you should be asking. That's also an ebook. Um, and then we have our data studies out there, our 2020 premium loyalty data study. And I believe we also have our 2021 uh, premium loyalty data study, which is targeted, uh, which was focused on talking to 300 marketers uh, who are retail marketers uh, who uh, who are involved in customer loyalty and getting their impressions on what they're looking for. That was done earlier this year. So that should be pretty cool and relevant. And, uh, and then like five lessons from Amazon Prime uh, that if you wanted to, to uh, check out that webinar. Um, and to get there, just go to, to uh, clariscommerce.com backslash total retail. Um, so that's clariscommerce.com backslash total retail. And you can get instant access to all that stuff today. Yeah, some really great resources for the audience as they look to um, take the next step in their premium loyalty journey and, and, and learn more as, as your point that uh, Claris is really a, is, is a resource for them uh, and an expert in this space. So take advantage of, of all those uh offerings that Carlos just mentioned. With that in mind, Claris has recently uh, produced a premium loyalty starter bundle, which includes the data study that you've referenced, as well as more great content packaged together. Our listeners can get this um, resource by going to clariscommerce.com backslash total retail. And again, I want to take this opportunity to thank Carlos Dunlop Beard, who is the Vice President of Business Development at Loyal and Loyalty Strategy at Claris Commerce for joining me on to the show today. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Joe. It has been a pleasure to be with you. Uh, and anytime you want to chat about stuff, all, anything within uh, retail, 
uh, or loyalty, you know, customer loyalty and engagement and experiences, I'm, I'm willing to jump on with you. Great, Carlos. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcast for show notes. Tech Insights is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Tech Insights.